Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on, well, I'll say on Monday, February 22nd, but really it's not. It's Sunday night, February 21st, and I have a special guest right next to me who is very tired and see if she wants to chime in and say something. Well, I'll say hello. Hello, everybody. And that would be my beloved Renee. Uh, She says, hello, everybody. So all of you out there listening, uh, we celebrate a feast day today. Today is the feast of the chair of Peter. Uh, You know, we Catholics, we like to honor a lot of odd things. You know, the feast of St. John Lateran, uh, which is a church. uh, And now we're celebrating a chair. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that and what that really means. But let's break open the gospel, because if it's the chair of Peter, we're going to talk about the gospel. Uh, so let's uh, read it together. Matthew 16, 13 to 19, a very um, important and, and um, well, I'll say famous, well-used uh, scripture, which certainly within Catholic circles as well. So Matthew 16, 13 to 19, let's break it open together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, again, what we're celebrating today is, you know, they say the chair of Peter. That just sounds so odd. Like, I've got a lot of nice chairs around here. Renee, we've got a lot of nice chairs, would you say? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How come we don't celebrate those? You know? It's not the same. It's not the same. Because what we're celebrating, of course, isn't, Uh, As I've mentioned, uh, a piece of furniture isn't the beauty of the piece of furniture. What we're celebrating is an office. And and this would be the office of the papacy. And this would be uh, where Jesus gives those keys of authority to Peter. Now, every one of us have heard, if not told, jokes about, you know, and so there was this lawyer who died and went to the kingdom of heaven, and there, standing at the pearly gates, was Peter. And, you know, insert whoever is dying and going to heaven. But we never insert somebody else who's at the, the pearly gates. We're like, it's always Peter. Well, that comes from this uh, I, in a joke way, it's not what Jesus is meaning, that Peter, I'm giving you a job for the rest of your life. You get to stand outside the gates of heaven. Um, but what we take it as is that idea where Jesus says, you know, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That's, you know, keys bind and loose that they open and close. And that Kevin, 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 that Peter has the gates, the keys to the gates of heaven. And so hence the jokes 
of, of Peter being there. So what is it that we are to take? What, what, what are we looking at here? And what Jesus is doing is actually uh, calling back a, a scripture that was in the prophet Isaiah, where uh, Isaiah uh, gave uh, the authority to a king. And I'm going to read some of that scripture to you. And so you're going to see how those two kind of overlap. Um, and so, um, okay, this is the Shebna, the steward and master of the household of the king who's saying this. So not Isaiah, but it's in Isaiah 22. Uh, I will thrust you from your office. Now he's speaking to, um, uh, well, whoever. And you will be pulled down from your post. On that day, I will call my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, and will clothe him with your robe and bind your sash in him. I will commit your authority to his hand, and he shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. I will place on his shoulders, this is Eliakim, the key of the house of David. He shall open and no one shall shut. He shall shut and no one shall open. I will fasten him like a peg in a secure place and he will become a throne of honor to his ancestral house. So he's taking that current king, um, Shebna. So I guess it is Isaiah speaking. He's speaking to Shebna. He's saying, hey, you haven't lived in this office well, and so I'm going to take it away from you, and I'm going to give the key to the house of David uh, to Eliakim, and he shall be the peg in that sure space, and he shall open and not close and, and shut and not shall be open, not open. That's what's happening here to Peter, is he's giving him that authority, that line, that lineage. Just as, as Eliakim was sitting on the house of uh, the, the throne of David, and, and, and it was his, that lineage came through him. Uh, that lineage, that office, that authority goes through Peter. Now you may say, Zink, that, that, that you may be kind of just pushing the boundaries of, of believability here. Um, let me use some examples in Scripture. Everyone, and this is all four of the Gospels, when they uh, produce a list of the 12 apostles, guess whose name is first? Always, always Peter. When Jesus rises from the dead and, and sees Mary Magdalene, what does he do when he, when he sends her back? Go and tell the disciples and Peter that I have risen. When uh, Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved run out to the tomb, uh, it is the disciple whom Jesus loved who reaches the tomb first, which is not, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons we could look into that. But out of respect, he waits outside until Peter arrives and Peter enters first. At the... Um, uh, at the uh, Pentecost, uh, when the Holy Spirit comes upon all of them in the upper room and they can't keep uh, this wonderful gift inside of them and they all go out and they're preaching in different tongues, it is Peter who uh, proclaims to the people uh, the word and what happened that day and 3,000 were baptized. 
it is Peter and John who are arrested and Peter who speaks before the Sanhedrin. It is uh, Peter's shadow that they bring everybody out into the to the walkways where in the, and the roadways where he's walking so his shadow would even fall on them and heal them. It is Peter who stands again in the name of Jesus and says, silver and gold I have none when they ask him you know, for money. But he says, what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. It is Peter, not Paul. It is Peter who is the first one who um, says it's okay for Gentiles to be part of the church when he's in chapter 10 in the house of Cornelius. I mean, time and time again, and it is Peter uh, in Luke, and this, I want to say it's 22, chapter 22, don't quote me on that, when Jesus uh, says to him at the Last Supper, you know, Peter, Peter, uh, Satan is, is asked to sift you like wheat. But when you have, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, when you have come to your senses again, you must get the others and, uh, and you must uh, keep them together and move them forward. All of this, I mean, it's, it's, it's hidden in plain sight in front of us that, that this office, this authority was given to Peter. And brothers and sisters, uh, it, it is this office that we claim has that lineage that goes back uh, to uh, uh, Peter as Pope. And, and, and so, okay, was the word Pope ever used in Scripture? No. What it means is Papa, um, and that's an Italian word. Uh, but, but Peter was the first head of the Church of Rome. So after he was in Jerusalem for quite some time, he went over, was the first head of the Church of Rome. And then it was Linus, then Cletus, then Clement, and it kept going on and on and on. But the idea was that whoever was there in the church in Rome, because, of course, Rome was the headquarters of the world. Rome was, it was the Roman Empire, right? Uh, Rome was the, the center of the, the known universe. So whoever was the head of the Church of Rome after Peter, was carried those keys, carried that lineage, carried that authority uh, in the church. Um, and, uh, and so therefore, after Peter was uh, crucified uh, upside down on, on a Vatican hill outside of Rome by Nero during the persecution, and the early church built a small little uh, memorial to him there, and you know, two and a half centuries later, Constantine built a, a larger church there over that memorial. And then centuries later, of course, we have the Vatican that is built there. But that is the location of Peter's death. And that whoever was the head of Rome, um, your phone is ringing, my love. That is our daughter, Aileen. Whoever is the head of the Church of Rome then carries that lineage and authority throughout with them. So that's what we celebrate today, brothers and sisters. Not... Um, you know, just a piece of furniture. We, we celebrate the fact that Jesus has given that lineage and authority that he carried on earth to humanity. And we praise God for that. Um, that Jesus didn't just come and say, well, I hope you all are okay. That he gave, uh, you know, not only the instruction and, and the life lessons of how he lived and what he did to the 12, but he said, Peter, you got to carry it on. You got to strengthen your brothers uh, after when, when, when this all goes down. And you got to carry him forward. And then Linus does after him, and Cletus after him, and Clement after him, on to Pope Francis today. Uh, and that's where we are right now. Uh, and that's. That's a wonderful and a lineage we can be proud of. Now, this doesn't mean 
Every one of them has been fantastic or saintly. I mean, goodness sakes, if we were to continue reading, brothers and sisters, from this scripture today, uh, the next sentence, Peter is convincing Jesus not to, to go to the cross. Uh, and, and a few sentences later, Jesus, who he just named Peter, who he named Peter Rock, and this is where Simon becomes Peter Kephas, the meaning rock. Um, and he says, get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block. You're thinking as man and not as, as God. Uh, we know, of course, Peter is the one who denies Jesus three times. And so clearly his faith was not rock-like any more than yours and mine. But it means something different. He's saying, I'm setting up an office that will be with you, the church, throughout the centuries. And we can go back uh, 2,000 years and celebrate that. And so that really is um, wonderful. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye to Renee. Renee, do you want to say goodbye to the people? (laughs) I just got a note passed to me that our daughter Aileen is stuck in the snow out on, uh, on the road. And so Renee is going to push her out. Ray, call me if you need me. I'm sure our, our, all these wonderful people listening are going to wonder how we did. Um, but, uh, but I think that's all I have to say about this uh, tonight. But again, we celebrate God's goodness that he didn't leave us orphans, right? He didn't leave us orphans. And, uh, and he trusts the church, not just to the Pope, not just to the, our Papa, uh, but to, to the bishops uh, in union with him, uh, even the ones we have in our own diocese. And, uh, and we are grateful, though, for the line, for Francis, for Benedict, for John Paul II, John Paul I, Paul VI, John Twenty-Third, and so on and so on. So, my friends, let us bring this to prayer in gratitude. And we are on the Luminous Mysteries this week. So again, let's bring our intentions uh, before our Blessed Mother and uh, trust she knows exactly where to put them. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first Luminous Mystery, the Baptism of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Peter, pray for us. My friends, blessings on this, well, Sunday night and Monday. And uh, I look forward to us breaking open God's word again on Tuesday.